Hi, this is Mike Walker, and on this episode of The Control Room, I sit down with my friend Janelle Hatcher, and we discuss her journey growing up in a mixed family and as a black girl who doesn't fully look black and why she embraces both sides of her culture. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So we were talking earlier, you're biracial. Mm-hmm black and mexican correct your dad black mom mexican yes so my dad's full black and my mom's full black oh i'm still out my dad's full black and my mom's full mexican i was really trying <laughs> to figure out how you're biracial if they're both full black no i'm sorry my mom's full mexican your mom's full mexican yeah <laughs> okay you, you speak both um i speak english and right. then i do speak spanish okay and do you identify with one more than the other? Definitely not. I consider myself half black, half Mexican. When someone asks me my ethnicity, I always make sure to say the two because I'm not one more than the other. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Do people like, I want to say stereotype you or have any like preconceived notions when they look at you? A hundred percent. And I think that was probably like one of the hardest things for me when I was growing up. It's like you can't really fit in with the Mexican girls because you don't look that Mexican and mm-hmm. you can't fit in with the black girls because you don't look that black. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to kind of find where I fit in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just learned growing up that like I identify with both and I don't give a shit if you don't believe me. Because a lot of times when I do tell people I'm black, they're like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, ask for proof. Let me see a picture. Da, 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 da. And I feel like now I don't have to show you anything. I feel validated at what I am and who I am. Mm-hmm. But growing up, it's always been an issue. For example, I went to Cal State Fullerton and I was applying for a scholarship at BSU, which is Black Student Union, which I was in my entire time. Mm-hmm. And it started off an essay based question and then after moved to orals. And I passed out with the essay, and there was three of us. Um, And the next step was an oral presentation from a panel. Mm -hmm. And I get there, I'm in the room with three other girls, no, there's two girls and a guy. Mm -hmm. And they start calling us in. They call in the girl first, and then they called in me, and they asked me my name. And the first thing one one of the panel members said, they asked me, are you in the right room, honey? And I knew right then I was not going to get this scholarship, (laughs) which I didn't. Mm -hmm. And it was also really kind of like struck me hard. You know, this is who I am. This is why I identify. Why do you, someone who's I'm trying to get a scholarship for, like judging me completely on how I look? You know, I am what I am. And if you can't see that, then, you know, go fuck yourself. So, well, yeah, I, I ask because I have two nieces, my favorite people in the world, Danny and Michelle. They're biracial, so mm-hmm. you're you're a woman. So I'm curious what they're gonna go through as they grow up. So, well, that's different because I have seen a picture of your nieces, and they actually do. Oh wait, what are they? I thought they they're were just half black, half Mexican. Half black, half Mexican. Good mm-hmm. because there's nothing hotter when you see a girl speak Spanish. I didn't think they could speak Spanish. I'm like, get it, girl. So good for them. Mm-hmm. If they do, if they don't, either or. No, they do. Oh, okay. See, good for them. Yeah. That's awesome. But it's also kind of, it'll, they'll probably find that same struggle that I did, you know, and it wasn't something that I really came to terms with probably until my mid to late 20s. So semi-recent, to be 100% honest. That makes sense. So I got an interesting question for you. Since you're half black, half Mexican, mm-hmm. how do you feel about non-black people using the N-word? Um, so... Here's the thing. Uh, awful. If someone says that, I will straighten them out real quick. Mm-hmm. But 
is that word did I grow up in my household all the time did my dad not say it on the regular mm. did my grandparents did my um, my uncles my cousins mm. you hear it especially if you are black mm -hmm. you know um, as a different kind of terminology I personally have never liked it regardless it came from derogatory roots mm -hmm. you know it's never meant to be something that could be brushed over and just like called hey you know so the word specifically I've never really liked mm -hmm. um, you know, has it came out of my mouth in passing with like family members? <laughs> it has, but it's nothing that I I really do like. If I catch myself, mm -hmm. um, I'm just like, it's not something I want to say. It's not something I like hearing said. Mm -hmm. um, and if you aren't black and you say it, we have a problem. So, but you have a mixed family. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, like if you're at a family function or whatever, and it's like certain people in your family use it, you know, they've known each other for years, like. It's not like other people in your family can't use it, like on the Mexican side? Well, for the most part, when we have family functions, it's going to be my dad's side or mm. my mom's side, unless it's something to do with our family. If we're having a party and we invite everybody, mm -hmm. for the most part, they're not all going to be at like the same events, mm -hmm. unless it's like our family events. And I don't think that ever really came up because there's a sort of like um, unknown, unsaid, <laughs> like, uh, what was it? kind of like respectability in a sense mm -hmm. you know but again even when my black side says it i don't like it i don't like hearing it came from derogatory roots um and i don't think i've ever heard anybody on my mom's side ever mm -hmm. say it let alone a friend i will say this though i do mm -hmm. want to bring this up uh, i think partially because i don't look black mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to see a lot of racism um, on me, but growing up with my dad, my dad is like the best driver and my mom's a shit driver, but who always gets pulled over. It's oh. always my dad, uh -huh. you know, and when I don't look black, it's easy for if you're in a group of people who aren't black for someone to make a comment, for right. someone to say a word, to mm -hmm. make a joke. Mm -hmm. And then I have to send them straight, mm -hmm. you know, you know, listen, that's not okay. Or say I'm black or I've even like gotten to fight because of it. If someone doesn't even like assume that I'm black, I don't look black. Right. And they make a joke. So I think I've experienced a lot of racism on the outside, not necessarily directed towards me because I don't look it, but I've heard it and it still upsets me just as if it was said to me. Yeah, I mean, my parents are older. Like, my dad's 40 years older than me and my mom's like... What? Yeah, 40 years older than oh, me. Oh, okay. What do you think I said? Hmm? What do you think I said? To be honest, 40, yeah. <laughs> but then you said 40. That is... I mean, it's not bad. That's, he's like 70... 72, 73. Go dad. But anyway, my, he's grew up in... Tennessee and my mom grew up in Louisiana so they're mm -hmm. older and they grew up in like the south where mm -hmm. it's not a joke so in yeah. my house we didn't use it unless it was under like extreme circumstances where my parents were really pissed or disappointed in somebody then they would use it but I haven't used it um, I don't use it in front of like my I have a lot of friends from different racial backgrounds mm -hmm. I don't like putting people in the position of I can do this but you can't Mm -hmm. You know, so if I say, if I don't want them to use it, I won't use it. Now, that's just my stance on it. I know people have all different kinds of stances on it, which is why I don't really get fighting mad over it anymore because they could have a black friend who told me it was cool to use. But then I just have to tell them in front Around of me. Around that black friend. Right, and I have to tell them in front of me, okay, well, in front of me, please don't use that word. And most people are respectful of that. You get your knuckleheads every now and then. But I'm just curious coming from your perspective because you have a mixed family and now my nieces are going to grow up in that world where we have a mixed family. So I was just curious what you thought about that. I think there is more pros definitely than cons. I know um, growing up, just my appearance, it felt like 
two different nationalities were or ethnicities were a con it felt like mm -hmm. um, but as I am you know adults it's I can speak Spanish mm -hmm. um, I'm bilingual you know I love the skin and the color I am and I actually think I'm, I'm super proud to be both I have a Mexican side that I hold so dearly when it comes to our traditions and then I have a black side that I hold so dearly too mm -hmm. so I definitely as an adult I'm completely proud and happy about it growing up it was harder that's that's good that's definitely that's definitely the attitude i want my nieces to have so that's good to hear but it took a road to get there i'm sure it'll take a road for them too just for being growing up a woman today thank you hard. just you could have just stopped at growing up a woman <laughs> like throw some <laughs> different things at them but being a woman in this generation um i mean get don't get me wrong it's a lot easier than it was from you know the past couple mm. centuries but it's still definitely tougher i know for a fact I want kids. I would love to never have a girl. I do not want a girl. What? Nope. Really? I want a house of boys. Really? Yes. You don't want a little you? No. She'd probably be a handful. Evil. Yeah. Oh, a handful. Yeah. I was going to go handful, but you went evil. So that you, you know yourself. You know. Yeah. And I just think that there's um, a harder road ahead for women. And growing up, what I've gone through, I wouldn't want like my offspring to go through. So let's just go for a man. You guys have nothing to worry about in life. <laughs> nothing to worry uh, about in life. We gotta worry about messaging first online dating though. Oh, is is that your guys' biggest a, struggle? That's a big Poor deal. thing. That's a big deal. I feel so bad. Okay. Let the patriarch rise. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Special thanks to Janelle for coming by and sharing part of her journey with us. Uh, also, thank you to everyone tuning in, listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Also, if you want to keep the conversation going and if you potentially want to even be on the show, you can message me at Michael D. Walker 3 on Instagram and Twitter. So till next time, see you guys later.